Chair, staff is ready when you are. Good evening and welcome to the January 25th, 2023 Utilities Rate Advisory Commission meeting. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Glitzowski? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Johnson? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Lee? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Zito? Here. Thank you. Vice Chair Vanderwerf? Is currently absent. And Chair Fidel? Here. Thank you. We have a quorum. This meeting is virtual via Zoom. For members of the public who wish to join, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide public comment when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. If you're online, click on raise hand on the bottom of your screen. In the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab. If you're calling in via telephone to raise your hand, dial nine, star, dial star nine, then to unmute or mute, dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgements in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisanan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Patuan Wintun peoples and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May, me, may we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contribution, and lives. Thank you. Please remain, remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. You can sit. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands raised for the consent calendar. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? No. <laughs> okay. Um, is there a motion and a second for the consent calendar? I move that we adopt the previous meeting minutes. I second the motion. I have a motion by Commissioner Lee and a second by Commissioner. Was that you, um, Commissioner? Zito. Great. Oh, Zito, excuse me. I have a motion by Commissioner Lee and a second by Commissioner Zito. Will the Kirk please call the roll for the vote? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Gutowski? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Johnson? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Lee? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Zito? Aye. Thank you. Vice Chair Vanderwerf is currently absent. Chair Fidel? Aye. Thank you. Motion passes. Great. 
Um, we can now move on to item two. Oh, we will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Item two is the Department of Utilities Accountability Plan update first quarter of fiscal year 2023. Good evening, council members, uh, sorry, commission members. Um, my name is Pravani Vandia. I'm the interim director of utilities for the city of Sacramento. And tonight I will present my quarterly report, including updates on our Sacramento utility rate advisory program, community engagement, sustainability, and water efficiency efforts. Following that, I will hand over the presentation to Ryan Pham, the Department of Utilities Business Services Manager, to present our designated reserve fund policy. As of September 31st of 2022, there are 9,022 residential participants and five not-for-profit organizations participating in SURA. As of this date, $957,156 was spent in the first quarter of fiscal year 23 off the total $4.8 million budget for this fiscal year. This is to provide monthly discounts for water, wastewater, and or recycling and solid waste programs. DOU is working with the Department of Public Works, Department of Finance, and the city manager to recommend modifications to the sewer program that will make it more sustainable. On April 1st of 2022, the program included the recycling and solid waste rate adjustments, a recommendation to include the storm drainage fee implemented on July 1st of 2022 as a service discount is currently being worked on. DOU releases the city drop issue every other month and it focuses on topics including wastewater, water efficiency, water conservation, storm drainage and water quality. It is sent to customers in an email blast format allowing for better tracking of engagement metrics and is also promoted on social media. The city drop was sent out in August, and that issue focused on water conservation, rebates, water quality, and stormwater pollution prevention. DOU releases its annual consumer confidence report to the public on an annual basis, as is required by the California State Water, uh, water Resources Control Board. It provides information about where customers' water comes from and how it is treated to meet or exceed federal and state water quality standards. DOU releases its CCR to the public on June 1st of 2022, ahead of the July 1st deadline, with a message and a URL link that is printed on June utility bills so customers can readily access the CCR. The CCR was also posted on the DOU website shared on social media, and printed copies were made available to the public. In the first quarter of fiscal year 23, DOU and the Community Development Department brought forward an ordinance framework for dual plumbing to the Law and Legisla Legislation Committee for their consideration. This committee forwarded the draft ordinance to City Council. On December 13th of 2022, the Alternate Water Systems Ordinance was adopted by City Council. The ordinance establishes requirements for new commercial buildings 
10,000 square feet or more to install gray water systems for subsurface irrigation and for new commercial buildings, 50,000 square foot or more to install piping that could be utilized for an on-site non-potable gray water system. On cumulative water use reduction, June 2021 through the end of September 2022 compared to 2020 and is 10% and 26% when compared to 2013. When we last had three day water, oh, sorry, three day per week spring summer watering schedules in place. Also, our drought outreach campaign that ran between July and mid-August drew over 15,000 new visitors to the Department of Utilities drought page. The Water Conservation Office worked two outreach events this quarter. The July 23rd Water Conservation Showcase held at the DOU Admin Building on 35th Avenue and involved about 250 people a number of vendors participated, including the Sacramento Tree Foundation, Save Our Water, local landscape designers, and a landscape contractor, as well as manufacturers such as Hunter Industries. Attendees attended two tours of the rotating nozzle sprinklers within the demonstration garden and had a chance to interact with water conservation staff and vendors and view a variety of water-wise alternatives to the traditional grass lawn. The Southside Community Garden Workday was likely attended, but we did have a chance to partner with Save Our Water and interact with a number of Sacramento residents. In the first quarter of fiscal year 23, DOU continued processing large volumes of water efficiency rebate requests and assistance services. As a result of these programs, a total of approximately 12 million gallons of water were saved during the first quarter. Before I turn the presentation over to Ryan Pham, our Business Services Division Manager, I wanted to take this opportunity to offer tours of our facility over this coming year. This would be a great way for you to gain a better understanding of what work goes into managing our water, wastewater, and storm drainage services. We will be putting together a schedule and tour opportunities for this year, and we will share that with you when it is available. Keep in mind that we are required to have less than quorum at any given time to avoid Brown Act issues. Thank you. If anyone has any questions or comments, I'm happy to respond to those now uh, before I turn over to Ryan Pham. I just want to say I would love to have a water treatment plant tour. <laughs> Where is this one? Um, this is the uh, Sacramento River Water Treatment Plant. Uh, it is off of Richards Boulevard um, and Bannon Street. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Um, I'm assuming there are no other questions, so I will go ahead and turn over to Ryan Pham. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pavani. Uh, good evening, Chair Fidel and commissioners. I am, like Pavani said, my name is Ryan Pham. I'm your business services manager, and I'm here to share some information with you about our Department of Utility Reserve Fund policy. I am very glad to report to you that we, we have 
received city council approval uh, of this policy as of last night council meeting. Today, uh, uh, tonight, I will be uh, covering the backgrounds, fund, reserve fund policy benefits and use, reserve fund target. Way of background, uh, DUU partnered with the city treasurer office to hire Philman Road Lab Associate, who is the city primary advi financial advisor to provide an independent review and recommendation for a long range financial plan, which include a designate reserve policy, which I'm presenting to you, a rate model software system review, an asset management plan. It should be noted that DUU currently has reserve guidelines for 120 days of working capital and the rate stabilization fund based on the bond covenants. So by way of city council uh, approval action, this reserve policy is now formalized, codified the existing guideline while adding a capital reserve to the policy. The Government Finance Officer Association recommends utilizing reserve funds to provide sources of funding for situation when external forces interrupt a public utility regular operation. The DOU reserve fund policy includes the following designated reserve. Operating reserves are established at prudent levels as a source of funding when expense are greater than budgeted or when revenues fall below expectation. The rate stabilization reserves are required in accordance to the debt covenants and can be used to strengthen debt services coverage in years when results are weaker than expected or as a tool to smooth out rate increases. Capital reserves provide the ability to fund future projects from the available cash flow, allow DOU to fund projects that are not funded with the debt proceeds. It also can be used to provide immediate funding when a project needs to be accelerated or for projects with cost overruns as well as unplanned emergencies. This table shows the reserve fund minimums and targets recommended by Philman. For the operating reserve, you can see the minimum level is being in line with the existing DOU reserve practice of 120 days of working capital. DOU intends to continue to achieve 120 days of working capital minimum level to maintain investment grade credit ratings for the enterprise system. For the rate stabilization reserve, DUUs intend to keep their target consistent with the existing DUU practice adherence to the bond covenants, which is 25% of the maximum annual debt services of each respective enterprise system. For the capital reserve, DUU 
intends to set a minimum of one-year capital improvement funding and a target covering the next five years. This concludes my prepared remarks, and I will, like Favani, uh, be available for any question that you may have. And after that, I would like to turn it over to Rebecca. I do have a question. Um, so you're aiming to, just a clarifying one, you're aiming to um, have five-year capital improvement funding as a reserve? That that is correct, Commissioner Lee. Uh, that is recommended is a best uh, industry best practices that uh, the Fieldman uh, team recommend for us to do is in alignment with other similar utility uh, as, as as big as we are in Sacramento. Yes, you are correct. So that's like the entire capital improvement budget for DOU. Yes, that basically is an aspiration goal, commissionally. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we, we set that an aspiration goal, and it's all contingent on what are the available fund balance and what we can afford in terms of our uh, overall uh, financial health. Okay, and you said this is consistent with other cities of our size? That is, that is uh, what we was uh, uh, provided from the human team, yes. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. All right, may I turn it over to Rebecca? Thanks, Ryan. Good evening, my name is Rebecca Avithia and I'm the admin analyst that oversees the implementation of DOU audits. I'll be sharing some information on our audits and special projects. We wanted to take the opportunity to share with you the department's audit history. Back in 2016, the department made the conscious decision to fund a full-time auditor. And as you can see, the result has been that we are regularly audited. These audits assess department controls, identify risks, as well as look for opportunities for efficiencies and savings. While we're always looking for ways to improve our operation internally, we did find that having an outside independent review by the auditor to be extremely helpful. It's also to, uh, important to note that we have implemented an internal practice of audit testing, and this is to ensure that we will continue to remain in compliance for the long term. In addition to the audits, the auditor's office also takes on special projects. A few years ago, they completed a review of our drainage fund. It was incredibly helpful to have an independent third party complete this review, which validated our internal findings that we needed a drainage adjustment. And as some of you may be aware, that adjustment was approved by voters last year. This table here shows the status of our implementation of audit recommendations. It also provides context of how many recommendations we were assigned per audit. <clears throat> I would like to note that on the inventory audit, seven of the partly implemented recommendations are policies that we've already developed and we're just waiting for review by our labor relations office. That office, as you can imagine, has a large workload. So completing review of our policies takes some time. Overall, we have implemented over 85% of the audit recommendations assigned to DOU. So why have we agreed to fund an auditor and be audited so often? The main reason is that 
it's in alignment with our goals as a department. One of our department goals is to build and maintain public trust. So we know from experience that having regular audits helps us address any risks we might have, as well as improve the efficiency of our operations, which we hope translates into building trust with our customers. So that concludes my presentation. Are there any questions there? Not, I'll hand it back over to Pravani. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, that concludes the presentations from the Department of Utilities. Uh, my team and I are available if there are any questions. Thank you. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I do not see any hands up for this item. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Um, I had a question. This is Lara Pusha Johnson. Um, did this cover the CIP financing update? Is, is this part of this agenda item? Our presentation. That was in the staff report. Um, our presentation didn't include an update on the CIP financing. Um, and we will bring an update to the next meeting. Um, I'm going to look to Tyler. I'm here, Pravani. I can put that down as a report back item for next uh, next uh, presentation that we do. Uh, but we do have the details for this last quarter in the report uh, that was accompanied on the, in the agenda that you can uh, you can reference there. So there is good information in there. But if you'd like, we can uh, we can come back with more information on our our capital improvement program financing there. Oh, thank you. I'm not sure that we I needed more information. I um, wanted maybe clarification on one of the numbers on that report. I wasn't sure if I was reading it correctly or if maybe um, it needs to be edited. Um, in on page two of five on the second paragraph of the CIP financing update memo, it said that DLU had expended a um, hundred thirty. 39 million, 183, million. So I was a little confused by that amount. And I was wondering if million needs to be deleted out of that. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, look into that for you and uh, and can report back at our next, uh, next uh, meeting there. Okay, thank you. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Sure. Thank you, Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Gutowski. Yeah, um, I just, maybe I missed it, but I didn't see an update on the drainage rate increase and how that money is being spent on projects and all that. Right now, um, the money is being collected. So the, the fee has been implemented. Um, it is being placed in a fund and uh, we are not currently using the money. Um, the reason is there is litigation and I cannot say more than that. Thank you, I understand, yeah. Thanks, Prani. You're welcome, and hi, Connie. Hi. <laughs> Any other questions from council members? Excuse me, commissioners?
This item is received and filed, so no vote is required. We'll move on to the next item. The next item is selection of a chair and vice chair for calendar year 2023. But before we do that, um, I'd like to welcome our new commissioners. I don't believe that we have yet met um, Commissioner Johnson. Not this one. Um, Commissioner Johnson, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> We're so glad you could join us. Could you tell Thanks us a little bit? Thanks. Yeah, uh, could you tell us a little bit about what brought you to Iraq? Oh, well, I, I saw the call actually come out um, back, I guess, last summer and was I've always been interested in following um, utilities because I know our infrastructure is vital and yet perceived to be invisible to so many people. And so it's always been an interest of mine and I thought I'd put wanted to step up and help bring awareness about um, how important investment and in utilities are. Well, welcome. We're glad to have you. Thank you. Uh, any other comments by any other commissioners? Nice to meet you. I will also say that I checked our agenda, the print agenda, which has our um, names listed on it. And I see that we have lost um, Commissioner Thomas, both of our Commissioner Thomases, and that we are for the moment a six woman body. And I wanted to say that it is a delight to work with you. So um, item three is selection of chair and vice chair for calendar year 2023. Um, do we have any nominations for chair? Uh, I move to nominate Melissa Lee for chair. I don't, I mean, if she's interested, I'm not sure if she is. I have no desire to be chair, but thank you so much, Connie. Can you do uh, it twice? <laughs> I'd like to nominate Commissioner Fidel or Chair Fidel to do chair again. Can I do that? Um, I believe the agenda said that we can serve for two two continuous years, and I have served for one. Not second that. I have a motion and a second. Are there any other nominations before we? I don't want to like run right over that in case there's someone else who wants. Also, I have served consecutively two years as vice president. So I, I want to put my support behind Melissa. I think she's been a great member as a commissioner um, myself who's been working with her. So sorry, my cameras aren't on guys. If I turn it on, you will not be able to see me. My internet is being really stupid. So. Okay. I have a motion nominating me and a second on that. Do I have another motion? No, okay. Clerk, could you please call the roll? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Gutowski? Aye. Thank you, Commissioner Johnson. Aye. Thank you, Commissioner Lee. Yes. Thank you, Commissioner Zito. Aye. Thank you, Vice Chair Vanderwerf. Vice Chair Vanderwerf, I can come right back to you. Chair Fidel. Aye. Thank you. And going back. Aye. 
Thank you. Sorry. No problem. Thank you. Motion passes. Um, may I get nominations for vice chair? Um, uh, chair uh, vice Chair Vanderwerf, you are not eligible to serve again because you've served two years. Perhaps the clerk can... Um, we can provide clarity on that. I'm uh, not sure. I'm sorry, the internet is very... That's correct. Uh, a member may serve as the chairperson or vice chairperson for no more than two calendar years. I'm, I'm, I believe so. I've served a couple of years in a row, I believe. Okay. Clarify that. So we are discussing nominations for vice chair and um, Commissioner Vanderwolf is not eligible. I will nominate uh, Commissioner Gatowski. <laughs> Unless you have you're a desire. <laughs> what was that? Unless you're interested in doing it. <laughs> Is that a yes? Sorry, everybody. Like I said, bad internet. I'm back. Okay, I have um, a motion for Commissioner Gatowski for vice chair. Do I have a second? I'll second it. Great. Clerk, could you call the roll? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Gutowski? Well, wouldn't I abstain from that? Or, or I guess I. <laughs> thank you. Commissioner Johnson? I. Thank you. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Zito? Aye. Thank you. Vice Chair Vanderwerf? Aye. Thank you. Chair Fidel? Aye. Thank you. Thank you. Motion passes. Great. The next item is item four, Council Rules of Procedure Review. This is an oral report. Um, is there a staff presentation? Uh, thank you, Chair and Commissioners. My name is Mindy Cuppy, your City Clerk. And first, I'd like to congratulate the chair on another term. Um, and thank you for um, waiving my presentation. So I only get to make one tonight. Um, I did want to say congratulations for your second term. But I'd also like to apologize to the chair and appreciate you for your ability to confidently preside over this meeting. I usually share a script for the chair to follow to keep the meeting flowing. But I inadvertently failed to send that for this meeting. And obviously, she does not need me. So um, I was going to share that as we began the um, chair-vice chair rotation to highlight what the role of a chair and vice chair is. So thank you. So tonight I'm here to talk to you about the council rules of procedure. And if staff will pull up my presentation. Um, in November of 2022, the city council updated the council rules of procedure. And since these rules apply to city boards, commissions, and committees and their members, I would like to provide a very brief update on those rules. So as we continue to uplift commissions to the same expectations, standards, and processes as the city council, I would continue to make you aware of any updates of, to any role that pertains to your service as a commissioner. And this update should not replace reading the rules, which are part of your agenda package. So the council rules of procedure govern all city meetings, city council, city council standing committees, city boards, commissions, and committees. And these rules are intended to transparently communicate clear and consistent rules of procedure and decorum 
such that council members, commissioners, and members of the public understand procedures so that they can effectively engage in the city's inclusive decision-making process. So in proposing this update, um, if commissions had any rules specific to their body, I incorporated them into these rules, and I stole a lot of really good things. So separate rules of procedure are not likely needed, and if they are, cannot be in conflict with these rules. So basically, the, the council rules of procedure cover um, duties of members, recognizing the stewardship of the public interest is of primary concern and working for the common good of the people of Sacramento, conduct of members, which means put constituents first, treat each other, the public and staff with dignity, cur dignity, courtesy, and respect, conduct of the public, to listen courteously and attentively to public comment, but make no promises to the public on behalf of the advisory body. The conduct of council with boards and commissions. Council members cannot participate in your meetings with the purpose of influencing the outcome of your meeting. And meeting agendas, it states the order of each agenda so that the public knows how to participate. And then conduct of meetings, so decorum in chambers and how the public can participate, including continuing to offer virtual access to the public. So some high level um, updates <clears throat> of note. So it includes how a member of the public may participate in a meeting via teleconferencing platform. Add language that prior to an agenda item being brought to the city council, it should be brought to any relevant city board, committee, or commission, and the staff report should include the board, committee, or commission recommendation. Clarifies the order of agendas for pub and public hearings. Again, consistency across legislative bodies so members of the public know how to participate. Um, added that continuation of a meeting past 9.30 p.m. requires a majority vote of the members present. Added it to the purposes of the PNPE, that's Personnel and Public Employees Committee, that they review advisory body annual reports and recommendations prior to them to be sitting to, submitted to the City Council. Um, updated Chapter 17 regarding City Advisory Body vacancies and appointments to be consistent with the Sacramento City Code Section 2.40. Added a provision that all City Advisory Bodies should maintain a log of future agenda item. This is consistent with the City Council and many Boards, Commission, Committees already do this. Um, and, and outlined a standard and consistent process for city advisory bodies to annually report to the city council. So chapter 17, um, my focus will be on chapter 17, which is really council established boards, commissions, and committees. So vacancies and appointments is not a new process, but articulates how vacancies and appointments are made to city established boards, commissions, and committees. And you've all gone through that, so you should understand it. Um, request for future agenda items. So members may submit items under the purview of the advisory body for inclusion on a future agenda by orally making that request under ideas, comments, and questions. Um, I believe this is standard practice for most commissions, but it um, articulates that in the rules. So advisory body reports. Each advisory body shall provide an annual report for review by the Personnel and Public Employees Committee. Um, we will provide, staff will work with those to provide them, and then city clerk will act as a liaison to collaborate with city staff to collect any additional information that will be helpful to make for PNPE to evaluate um, any um, annual reports or requests for information. And then other recommendations outside the annual re review process sh shall be cornered by my office to have them brought before the PNPE committee, which may consider and act upon those recommendations in the same way it does annual reports. So in a nutshell, you don't have to wait until the end of the year. So thank you for your time this evening, and I am available for any questions. Thank you. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I do not have any hands raised for this item. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? 
uh, as a new commissioner, I have a question. And I guess um, I, I've reviewed the materials that I've received and downloaded, like for the meeting agendas um, and the staff reports. Are there other avenues that are recommended I take to get up to speed on the history of the committee's work and how to interact with you? Absolutely. So my office is all, always available. The department staff are always available. Um, Parvani um, offered a tour, which I think to take her up on that. That sounds fantastic. I hope to tag along. Um, make sure you're connecting with, uh, with staff. I know the chair would probably um, appreciate sitting down with you and really um, sharing what you've been working on for the past year. That would be um, not a brand act violation as long as you're talking to less than a quorum of um, your commission members. Um, I also recommend that you look at past meeting videos. Those are all online, so your past meeting video stream is there. So while you're cooking dinner, pull one of those up and you can listen to what's happened in the past. But I think your chair is, is probably a good ally also. Great, thank you, I'll reach out. Um, Commissioner Johnson, I remember when I first started, I got a giant binder and I went, I went on a tour. I went to D the DOU offices, I think, and I got to t talk to a bunch of people. And um, me and Commissioner Fidel went to the recycling of solid waste um, facility. So I bet you that they'll show you around too. All right. Well, um, so I guess, where do I obtain a binder? And um, I, you know, what? I actually um, had the privilege of touring may have been Sacramento County re recycling facility down, is it on Keeper? Um, several years ago, I took um, a group of students there as part of a science project. So I'm, I'm all for getting some hands-on tours and we'll definitely be taking um, those offers up. And I know Tyler's online, but I will make sure that, um, that he has your contact information to reach out. I've got that here. Uh, yeah, we are. We have uh, been coordinating with the with the clerk's office, and we're get, we're transitioning our binder to an electronic binder. So as soon as that's available, we will uh, we will push that out for everybody. Is going to have updated information in there and everything. So stay tuned for uh, for that information to be flowing your way. Thank you. Commissioner Johnson, this is Mike Boss. I'm the deputy. Um, a city attorney that's assigned to this commission. Um, one other resource is the city code. So chapter 13.2 of the city code sets out all the responsibilities of this commission. And so what the clerk was talking about is a citywide procedures that will apply and the specific duties and responsibilities of this commission are all set out in city code. So if you wanted to Take a skim through that. It's available um, on the city's website, chapter 13.2. All right, thank you. And I think uh, my office probably sent you our um, commissions, boards, commissions, and committee handbook. That's a great resource too, and it does have link to your code. Great, yes, I did receive that, thank you. Fantastic. Any other comments or questions? Our final item is commissioner comments. No, is it first public comments? Matters not on the agenda? 
Oh, no. Next item is commissioner comments, I, ideas and questions. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak? Okay, I would actually like to speak if I'm not jumping ahead of anyone. Um, we are going to be among the first commissions to submit a um, annual report and a proposed work um, to the P and PE committee. And um, we, I've asked for this to be put on the agenda for next February to think about work we wanna do for the year ahead. Um, for the year ahead, I don't know, of course, but I don't anticipate a lot of rate increases. We've just done three la two last year. And so without a rate increase, our work is mostly receive and file reports. I would like us to consider other projects that we might do this work, that we might do this coming year um, and propose that we do them to the PNPE Commission. So I um, have asked for an agenda item on February and give some thought in the month ahead to what we could productively do and what we can ask the PNPE Commission, PNPE Committee to let us do. And we'll, we'll come back to this in February. I, I have some ideas, but I'd love to hear yours. Sounds great. Sounds good. Thank you. The last item is public comments, matters not on the agenda. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on public comments, matters not on the agenda? Thank you, Chair. I do not have any hands raised for matters not on the agenda tonight. Thank you. Okay, this concludes today's agenda. Thank you everyone for your participation and our meeting is adjourned.